This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Hello, my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What's Go You Went? Start every conversation with that question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're going to tantalize your taste buds and talk about a late night craving, a hole in the wall hotspot. We're talking about Palace Simon in Kali. Oh. And, <laughs> and who better to talk about this uh, than this guy that I'm about to introduce? I'm absolutely humbled and honored to invite you, good, my good brother, my good friend for many years, uh, to this program, Chef. But you get more titles than chef, but you're, you're also dad, yep. husband. All that's, of those the, that's, the, that's the big that, one. That's the big one. That's the big that's one. The big I know it is. But yeah. Chef Mark Gucci. Gucci. Mahalo. Hey, thanks for being at 2PBS. I appreciate your time here. No, mahalo for the call and, yeah. and, and uh, for your patience. You no know, worries. And the phone tag, so yeah. No worry, Beef Curry. We go. But before we go any further, yeah. I got to ask, yeah. what school you went? Yeah, I went to a couple. You had to put an S at the end. You know, okay. Growing up, I was Gasa Gasa. Yes. So I went to a few. I went to uh, went to Punahou and Roosevelt, Kalani, and Kaimuki. Uh, I did a short stint at Assets, <laughs> and then moved to Hilo when I was seventeen. So you graduated from? I actually got my GED from from, from beautiful uh, as a bulldog, and oh, no then kidding. I followed a girl to Hilo. Promptly got dumped and stayed. Wow, yeah. there's a blessing and a reason for everything. Everything, right? you know. I got to stay at Hilo Hotel like two weeks before they closed. Was probably was like one of the last, <laughs> one of the last guests. At you Hilo and Hotel. the cockroaches. Oh, bro, let me tell you, and, and <laughs> the meal dude. That's what I remember. Yes, yeah. bro. trust me, I already know. You know, interesting you say that because uh, I asked uh, Eddie Bumatai when he came by, "What school you went?" <laughs> of course. What school did I attend was Y and I, but he graduated with the GED too, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he's and nothing wrong with that. Uh, he went, and then Pohaku Stone had went to the school of hard knocks. So there you go. Hey, whatever works and whatever takes you to the journey, every stop has a meaning. Yep. Absolutely. But I always ask our guests to sing a verse of their alma mater. But since you have like nine schools, <laughs> sing a verse uh, of uh, which alma mater. You know. Uh, I, you know what's funny is. I, st- I think of all, the, of all the ones I remember is still Wahua. Wahua. Yeah. Not old Christmas tree. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. That's the, what school you got? Huh? What school you got? Hey. Yeah. Come in. Come in. Let's go. That's why I know it's not old <laughs> Christmas tree. You know, we play, every time we play Punahou back in the day, and, and of course, they would, the announcer, was Mr. Antone was his name at Aloha Stadium. Oh, God bless him. Rest in peace. But he would say, Punahou, your alma mater, please, right? And then everybody would start singing on Kamehameha's side. Oh, oh Christmas, Christmas tree. I remember that. Oh, I Christmas, totally remember right? that. Yeah, yeah. And I know. And you guys sang loud, too. Oh, brah, louder <laughs> than you guys sometimes. But I, we all knew the words. But, um, yeah, good times. And right um, yeah, I didn't know your your history was that um, diverse. diverse. <laughs> well, you know, um, I always felt like, I think, growing up, felt like an octagon trying to fit in like a square box like it just didn't quite work you know but um i love the way education is going today you know because you know we all learn differently and and i didn't realize back then that 
I learned best, you know, tactile way, or I learned best, you know, true aina. Um, and obviously, growing up, growing up as a as a as a local Japanese boy, those options back then they weren't as plentiful as they are today. Yes. So it wasn't until Hilo that, to me, like Hilo was the school that I had always meant to be at, so to speak. You I know understand what I mean? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like moving to Hilo was just absolutely life changing on so many levels. It took a wahine to get you there, but yeah, you stayed because of the place. Hilo, yeah, yeah. And it gets better. Right is. After about a year and a half in, or a year in maybe, one day my mother was like, so I would call collect, you know, every so often, and, and this is before cell phones. Right, right, right. Call collect. Oh, she, would, she would accept the collect call. She would actually accept okay. the call. Okay, okay. And then we'd be talking, and then um, just I'd be telling her, you know, how's it going, da-da-da. But um, one day she goes, you know, Mark, I got to tell you something. She goes, you know, you have a, you got a big family in Hilo. I'm like, What? She goes, yeah. And then she she proceeds to tell me a story that her mother and, and mother's sister, the family, the family got into a huge beef way back in the day. And they split and they stopped talking to each other. Nobody brought up the other side until I moved there. And then, then after that, it became a mission. And I started to find my cousins. And, you know, I can still get plenty of family up in uh, Pi'ihonua above Hilo Hospital. And then I remembered for myself... It was a very validating and like a homecoming feeling because I loved Hilo to, to death and, and I couldn't understand why I felt so pa'a in Hilo until my mom told me about family, you know, and then... then it was your Because it was almost feeling like yeah. an imposter, right? Like, right, I shouldn't right. be here. I'm not... I wasn't born here. Like, I don't get it why I love this place so much. And then, bango, yeah. you go. Your roots were there. Yeah. yeah and you cool. had a purpose there. Yeah. To heal, to mend. <clears throat> and to grow up. And to grow up. Yeah. You know, funny, when you said that, I, I, I went back in time to our listeners who are maybe in the generation YZ. Back in the day, you had to call collect if you didn't have, you know. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the other Dude, guy explain. on the other side had to accept the collect yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the operator would say, Mama, uh, will you accept this collect call from... Mark. Yep. And then state your name. <laughs> Mark. <Son. laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and then if they said negative. Yeah. Will the, you accept the these charges? Will yep. you accept these charges, right? Like yeah. Anyway. That's, that's a good You remember story. Uh, remember uh, when your aunties was in long distance? You remember before when you would talk, talk and there'd be like a five-second lag right. if you're talking like... Or I'd hear, I'd hear another voice because, you know, they had... Uh, what do you call that when they had Oh, the party lines. line. The party wow. line. Wow, <laughs> yeah, right. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. All right, let's go to Kali. Yeah. Real quick. Let's head out to Kali. One of the oldest Simon shops in the state. Just uh, a little hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. But, boy, um, we've all made that late-night stop to Palace Simon, what a special place. It is. Um, you know, the owners were neighbors when we were when we were still renting. They lived right up, uh, right at the corner, right at the end of Papakolea. And when uh, when I realized that Scott and Susan were, were my neighbors, I walked up and around, and I, walked, you know, I knew where the house was because Scott had brought it up, and I brought a case of beer, and I was just like, I can't believe I'm your neighbor. I said, I just want to let you know. I love you guys so much. <laughs> you know, they're not open late. You know, I mean, ob- you know, obviously because yeah. of the reasons they're not open as late anymore. They used to be open till 11, I remember. Yeah, I 11 to so, 11. Yeah. Used to be the hours, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Obachang still goes in and I'll still see her in the morning. And she 
bangs out, I don't know, a thousand one times and calls it a day. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're you know, I, I and I know you, you know, your roots started in hula, then you became a chef, and that's a whole different story in itself. But when it comes to soups, and we'll talk soups in another podcast if you don't mind, but when it comes to soups, the broth is so very important when it comes to Simon, is it not? Yeah, I think it is. And it's it's more, I think with the soup in Simon, it is the less is more sort of perspective, right? And um, I had this, had this, I won't say his name, but because I don't got that great stuff to say, but that's okay. Oh, big no, chef, no, wait, 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 big no, chef. No, you cannot do no, that. No, 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 I cannot, you cannot, I cannot blend I, that me, scene. I don't, I don't talk sick about people. I cannot talk sick. Uh, no, but I'm I do, good. so just go ahead and just, yeah. <laughs> just mouth it <laughs> to no, no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> But anyway. I never talk sing about Jesse Makadang yeah, but Jesse right. Makadang is sing already. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the chef came to Hawaii and um, took him around, took him eating. And when we were eating, I took him to Pal Simon. And we were in Pal Simon, he was taking the, tasting the broth. He goes, oh, this is good. You know, it's kind of like a beef noodle soup, you know, like a Taiwanese style. He goes, but you know, soup is kind of flat. Doesn't have body like our soup has body. So he starts talking about his soup. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'm like, mind you, we just met that day. Uh-huh. You know, it was through another person. I was like, we take him out. He wants to experience. We'd be happy to show you. You know, I have my I have my route already. It's like when with visiting chefs, it was usually tell me clear your day. We're gonna eat, and then we'll go to I'll go to um when um. Ethel's guys would open real early. We yes. started Ethel's, Kali. jump over to Alicia's, yes. Palace Simon, Helena's, and then we take a break, and then we'll go take like any place lounge. And that was to me, that was if like any place lounge back in the old, the any, old place. any place lounge. Okay. So for me, that is a great snapshot Absolutely. of our cuisine. Very nice, nice itinerary. And uh, so he's telling me about you know this and that. He's talking about how his soup is better. I'm like, hi, oh, like you just came to somebody's house, and you're talking about how your house is better. I'm like. That's oh, never happened no. again. Never happened again. But what people miss is that our our food, plantation food, correct. The ono came out of necessity, right? It's like if you think about it, our ancestors were so broke on the plantations that they took whatever shrimp shells that they took leftover katsu, or maybe maybe they had like akubon left over, whatever you put into this pot and you make this soup out of nothing mm-hmm. our soups aren't rich and collagen filled because our ancestors didn't know how to cook they were the master cooks they they didn't do stuff like beef bone and stuff like that because at that time they didn't have beef bones right, right. so all you had is shio and, and these basic things so this yummy soup comes out of and there's different variations right so I mean um, I think it was Boulevard was it Boulevard that did chicken back mm-hmm. in the day they did chi- like chicken a chicken bull. stock yeah um, you know, shiges taste different than shiros, taste different than palace, but they're all amazing. And they're all, they're all like, you know, four ingredients or less. Right. So you make that. You don't let it boil. It clouds it. So you have this aromatic and not, not herbaceous aromatic like pho, but you have this, you have this, I don't know what it is. It's like a warm hug to me. It's like a hug. You smell a big, nice hug. And then... Super simple noodles, and for me at Palace, it's always small wonton man, um, four extra wonton. Now it's four because a regular order of small has three, so four plus three equals seven. So it's an odd number. So right. I'm still a good Japanese. Still good Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> and a two meat stick. Right. 
two beef sticks. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you eat the meat stick, right. and then then you pour the shiru right. into the soup, and then then now you got now you had a two for one. Right, and, and you gotta you gotta portion it correctly. That's why <laughs> yeah, the two yeah, beef, yeah. three beef stick too much, right? It is. It is. But, it is. But you know, some people go there. But it's a very simple menu at Super. Palace Simon, yeah. and a lot of our our classic, you know, eateries. Uh, Jane Fountain is one of Jane my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if you were to compare the two, I think you'd get mixed. What they say is is uh, more popular, if you will, better. I'm not gonna say better because they're both fantastic. Yeah. But that those are like old time hotspots that still. Still, the, some great memories and, and great menus. Um, you said something that really s- struck me. It's because of uh, our plantation, uh, in not just food though, but but especially in food, because we had so many different cultures here, and and I have nine ethnicities, right? Uh, and a lot of it is because of plantation. Mm-hmm. My great grandfather was one hundred percent German. Right, he married one Hawaiian Japanese lady who was four foot ten. Right, my great grandfather was six eight. Right, Schumacher, and then I have my mom's side. My de- my grandfather is Philip Puck. He's half Korean, half Spanish. Right, he too married one Hawaiian girl. But you combine all of these people into one area because they had to, even though they had their camps, they brought their food to the to Absolutely. the party, yeah. and and that's what we enjoy today. You know, local style parties is still, to me, is still reflective of, you know, Kavakahiko, <clears throat> in the sense that I'm, I can only speak for what I know, which is Hawaii food. Um, you know, I've seen family spreads elsewhere, but to me, Hawaii is still very unique. Where there's like pancit next to maki sushi, next to you know, right, right, right. little pig next to igado, and you know, and you just go down the line. And I had pancit for dinner last night. Oh, that's I awesome. Promise. I, I haven't had pancit I in a while. I promise I did. So far, after you talk about this, I really hope Palace is open today this time. Um, but it's... Malia Kaihue told me once, and I just loved it because I'd been thinking about this on a similar, in a, in a similar sort of thread, but she kind of distilled it, where we're sitting around, she goes, you know... <clears throat> I hate how people say that Hawaii is a melting pot. Not a melting pot. I'm like, yeah, damn right we're not a melting pot. She goes, we are like the perfect plate lunch. Right. She said, you have your luau stew. You have your kalopa'a, your rice, your mac salad. Maybe you got some pancin on the side. So you have all these different components that are ono on its own. Right. But then when, when paired up with these other components, they complement each other to elevate one another. And I think that that's like Hawaii too, is where, is where you and I have known each other for quite a while, um, but nothing that we did ever to becoming one. And I to take it another step further, I also don't think that that's a marriage. A marriage isn't two people becoming one; it's two people encouraging one another to be the best they can be. So, like for this, like you and I have always rotated and and interacted in these circles where both of us are doing work, same but different, but yet we're both. Right, you know, trying to uplift our community, be of service to our community. Same thing with food. I agree. And the plantation, well yeah, you you bring all that, you bring all that stuff into the circle, right. and you're passing around the the karage chicken with your, uh, whatever your your you know your kombu maki roll with your pancit, like we said, yeah. What you're saying is like food brings Hawaii together. Absolutely. As well. Whether it's a, a luau or a mixed plate, 
uh, and that's happened in the plantation life, even even though the Portuguese were considered the Luna oftentimes mm-hmm. at, in the camp, mm-hmm. yet they brought their cuisine culture to the table absolutely, and mixed with the Japanese. And we'll talk Mac salad yeah. in another podcast. Okay. But you're talking about even though there was different levels of you know, people. If you, yeah. I don't, I don't even want to put us in classes, even though you went Puno a little while. But <laughs> I, I joke. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It didn't matter because when it came to food, the blend, it all worked. And and that's why I really do believe food is can be very healing. Yep. Certainly it's nutritious if we, if we, we eat right in mm-hmm. moderation. But food is a healing. It's as healing as, as the ocean. It's as healing as... Uh, music, the mountains, the breeze, the wind. I mean, not to get poetic, but food is right up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved uh, earlier how you mentioned uh, when you were talking about James Fountain and Palace, you said, you know, one is not better than another. Correct. <clears throat> Our honor for food is not binary. It's not black or white. You know, what I what I appreciate is, and I respect it, it's like what what might be my favorite is not yours. Neither of us are wrong. You know, and, and um, for our girls, when they uh if they if they tell us that there's they try something that they don't like that's fine that they don't like it they need to tell us but now this is like obviously a teachable moment so you know we need to extract from them why they don't like it um it's like the whole argument about beef stew you know it's like oh well, my mom's beef stew is better than your mom's beef stew I had another chef buddy that told me one day, we're joking, he goes, you know, truth of the matter is, bro, most mothers' beef stew probably suck. <laughs> he goes, it's all in your head. It's all memory. Yeah. And, and, yes. I, and I cracked yes. up. I said, you've had my mom's beef stew, Lindsay, so <laughs> you better check you. yourself. Shame you. However, oh, okay, okay. Yes. he has a point yeah. that it brings these memories, right? Yes. Like, I'm sure you and I could talk for a week about food memories, and, yes. you know, and, and, and what evokes and how it makes you feel in here. Beautiful. Well yeah. said. Well said. I go. I, I want to go back to Simon now because yeah. you thought of, you, you, he struck another nerve. Um, you know, Jesse Makadengdeng, producer right here. Look, I know he's going to say Shigaze. Am I assuming? You're right. Shigaze. Yeah, she okay, Shigaze. Yeah. Shigaze is top notch. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Shiro's. Yep. Number 55 is the Ron Mizutani special. Just saying. Is it really? For you real? got up there. Oh, right. that's awesome. Automatic. You know what? When, when Whoa, I used what, to, what is oh, it? I was a weird. Oh, because I, when I used to go, Cheryl used to sit down by us. Uh-huh. And I'd go pretty frequently. Can yeah. you, you can yeah. tell. Um, I would always have large wonton min and one hamburger deluxe. Okay. So he would always tell me, no more fries. Where's your max salad? No, I said, no, that's all I need. But he promised me, one day I'm going to name assignment for you because he had the Jesus salute he had the Emi Tamimbang the Joe Moore and I said ah. when he passed away his son called me at Channel 2 when I was still there he said one of dad's wishes was to follow through with what he promised you so we're gonna unveil the Ron Mizutani special and I was like I thought it was a joke it's number 55 on the menu I'm just saying I go there I gotta eat that you one right? eat that. <laughs> but I go there quite often so Shiro's is right up there with mine too but I gotta ask you where besides Palace Simon and I, I, I assume Jane Fountain where else I mean that's it Simon. it's like it's like Palace and, and not necessarily in the order of, of ranking but yeah it's Palace Jane's Shige's and Shiro's for real that's it pretty much yeah um, you know at um, Shiro's is uh you read the crispy goji? Yes. Never mind eating it though. Have you noticed how it comes to your table? 
it is so like it is so like Michelin fine dining. Right. It comes on a piece of washi rice paper, right? Yes. They're still. all standing, standing up. up. Yep. You can tell that it was just made and just it is it I mean, the way it comes, I'm like, bah, this is like fine dining. It, it is. <laughs> it's the rice paper and, and you know it hasn't been sitting because you know, rice Bryson, paper when it starts to suck that. up the oil, right, it turns right. translucent, right? But I only get like a couple dots of translucent. That's perfect. Oh yeah. You know, that's a little trick trick of the trade, right? And maybe I'll go let it out. But some people most people know. When people when the chefs put cabbage, yeah. I used to pound that. Yeah. Because it tastes great. Right. right? The teriyaki sauce yeah, yeah, soaks yeah, yeah. it all up. Even if you have uh, oily chicken, that's yep. but that's the purpose, is it yep. not? To it make eat its own dressing. Or to, yeah. Okay. Because some people say, oh, don't ask to absorb the oil. Said, That's the best part. You know, um, Chef Sheldon in Maui, yes. he made a plate lunch vinaigrette. And it, his inspiration was at the bottom of plate lunch, when you get the cabbage, yes. all the, and it is delicious. He's a, he's amazing. Yeah, he is. He, he is, is yeah, amazing. He's a mad scientist, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> mad scientist. And I, and I cannot I'd be remiss if I didn't say Hamuro's on Kauai is, is one of my favorites. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Neighbor Islands, yep. But Neighbor Islands, get, they get choked, too. I, you I, know Kauai, uh, Kauai um, the Nebre Ohana, uh, is Kilauea Noodle Company. Mm-hmm. And they still make noodles. And I always pick up a couple cases when I come back. That's Their the noodles key are too. awesome. The noodle, the noodle yeah. is very key. Yeah. So I think I believe Sun Noodles provides Palace and Jane's. Yeah, I believe, I believe so. so now. Yeah. Um, let's see, Palace was using someone else before, and then they moved over to Sun now. Yeah. You know, I mean, they make a great noodle. Oh, what you doing after this? Yeah, go, go eat. <laughs> I'm going to tag along. Let's go. Brother Gucci, when you come back, please come back. I'm gonna, I want to talk story with you about another staple in our islands, talking about mac salad. Let's go. Can, Anytime. Can. Yeah. Shoots. Brother, Always good to see you. Mala good much. fun talking story. I could sit here all day and you know with you and talk story about anything. Uh, but congratulations on your success. You know, uh, not just in in the kitchen, but what you do for our communities and our schools. I mean, you're an educator. You're uh, a chef. You are a you're a philanthropist, and I, I believe that your purpose on this planet you are fulfilling right now Mahalo. in a really special way. I just try not to make shame. <laughs> yeah. hey, what are you? That's that's the Japanese way, though. Mahalo. Right? You, you, the, the Gucci name is, you know, you you are uh, fine representation, and I'm sure Mom and the whole Ohana is proud of you. Mahalo, right? Yeah, appreciate it. Woo! Not to mention that you have two babies. They're not babies anymore. Uh, eight and ten. Woo! Yeah, yeah. You're getting old, champ. Yes, right. That's okay. Take it, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sailing with the young guys. It's so, just a number. So thing, you know? Yeah. I can still take you out. <laughs> still keep up at least. Right. No, I, I, those days are over for me at you, least. You know now, when you think about it, oh, bro, I freaking I would smoke you. Yeah. The other side is like, ooh, but if I get hurt, that's like two months, I'm <laughs> out, maybe not. Yeah. yeah. I used to tell my boys, pole to pole, let's go right now. Take off your slippers. Yeah, daddy. Yeah, no. Yeah, daddy. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I get, I get re- <laughs> knee replacement. I got a bad hip and, uh, you know, sometimes my gout acting up. But but that's another story. No, just kidding. No gout. Anyway, brother, take care. Mahalo. Mahalo new for joining us, folks. Join us next time, another episode of What School You Went. Until then, ahuiho. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tell your friends. 
You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.